Some anonymous coaches are making some interesting comments about Arizona State Sun Devils basketball, and that's what we're here to talk about on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe. Turn on those notifications so you get an update when we post new content. And stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Let's hop into today's conversation looking at the basketball team. Arizona State has five games remaining, and it is quite the gauntlet as they have two more home games this upcoming Thursday against Colorado and Saturday against Utah before ending the season on a three-game road stretch at number eight, Arizona, at number four, UCLA, and at USC. All of the teams remaining on the schedule have winning records, uh, Colorado barely, but I mean, a winning record is a winning record nonetheless. None of these teams are going to be easy for Arizona State, and it's going to be quite the struggle for them to be able to win even two or just two games, honestly, will not be easy for the Sun Devils to do. It's going to be tough, and unfortunately, this isn't exactly a team that you look at as being this massive, great team that can overcome all this adversity of playing so many tough games to end the year. I think two wins is probably the most realistic. I think an absolute best case scenario is three wins, but I'm not the only person who's not entirely sold on Arizona state per the athletic. There was an anonymous coach somewhere in the PAC 12 who made some interesting and honestly pretty spot on comments about the Sun Devils basketball team that we're going to dive into again, per the athletic, the quote here I have, They can be real good when they're all dialed in. If things aren't going well, they start to bicker. They don't have much inside, so they have to rely on their firepower from three. Defensively, they're quick, but they're undisciplined. They're number one in the league in fouls. Frankie Collins is bigger than what I expected. Their starting five is really good, but their bench doesn't score a lot. Their shot selection can be a problem. They're a little volatile. They can be dangerous, but they can also beat themselves. If you take care of the ball, you can expose them defensively. Physical bigs will hurt Warren Washington in the postseason. They have a lot of length, but they're not real physical once you get them in the paint. If you control tempo, they'll struggle. Man, I was not expecting to be so seen by by an opposing team the way that they that this uh this anonymous coach came across. I mean, naturally you're coaching, you're going to understand the intricacies and everything, but holy cow, this felt like it was off the top rope and like very, uh, very rude to, to be so realistic about the sun devil. So let's kind of break it down like piece by piece here and talk about the reasons why he may be right or he may be wrong talking about the sun devils here. So first of all, talking about that, They can be real good when everything's dialed in, but when things aren't going well, they start to bicker. I don't know how I feel about the bickering comment. I I don't really see these guys getting in each other's faces. I don't see them getting in 
on Coach Hurley. Now, what I do see them doing is committing fouls. And I think that these guys definitely get chippy with the opposing team. When they're dialed in, like the, like this coach said, this is a very quality basketball team. This is a good basketball team. This is a team that should be able to go to the tournament. I don't know if they're going to, though. And it's for the reasons that they talk about here on The Athletic that everything might not be lining up for Arizona State. But when they're dialed in, this is a very good, good basketball team. This is a very that's got the potential of several different to be able to put up points. I mean, Desmond Cambridge is averaging almost 14 points a game. And when he's in, I mean, this dude's locked in and easily the best shooter on the team. When DJ Horn is dialed in, he can be a threat. Frankie Collins just does a little bit of everything for you, but he can score points. Devin Cambridge is the flash player. He's not leading the team in scoring, but he's making plays all over the court. He's he's rebounding well. He's passing the ball. He's... He's blocking and doing just a little bit of everything for you. So, and then Warren Washington is a great big man for you. He's averaging just about nine points a game, seven rebounds, uh, about two assists, about two blocks a game. He's doing all the little things for you. So I do really like what they have on their starting five. And that's one of the things that this coach mentions is later on, he says, their starting five is really good, but their bench doesn't score a lot. And that is true. I've talked before about how much I like the bench, but I mean, facts are facts and stats are stats and they're not getting a ton of production off of their bench. This is, this is typically a low scoring Sun Devils team and it's really powered by their starters because looking at guys like Austin Nunez and Jemiah Neal and the veterans like Luther Muhammad, Alonzo Gaffney, another young guy and Duke Brennan. They're not averaging a lot of points. The highest of them is Austin Nunez with 4.8 points per game. I really like their potential and the future outlook for this team. I think that in 2023-2024, this could be an exceptionally good team and a young team at that with the future of Nunez and Neal and Brennan and hopefully uh, Frankie Collins and DJ Horn return as well. That should excite fans for the potential of the future. But at the same time, you're looking at it right now. And for this season, they they aren't getting a consistent amount of production because there's been games where Austin Nunez has taken over and shown the ability to be a great deep shooter for the team. He's shooting just under 40% at 38.5% from three-point. And he's he's made a living off of being able to be that factor from deep, but he's not doing it consistently, especially recently. He's only got nine points in the last four games, which includes two zeros on the board. Like you need to be able to get production off your bench. They're not getting it from Austin Nunez right now, who probably feels like their best six man. Jemiah Neal, also not a big producer, only 3.8 points a game. They just aren't getting enough from their bench. And I understand to a certain extent, but it's a very important aspect of basketball to be able to get that production that they're just simply not getting. It looks great for the future, but for right now, for a Sun Devils team that is competing and a Sun Devils team that is trying to get to the tournament, they're just not getting enough. And when you're not getting what you need, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to be able to overcome those challenges and put together 
a complete team and a complete 40 minutes. Right now, Arizona State just flat out isn't getting that right now. If they're able to turn it around, awesome. You know, that that could definitely be a huge factor moving forward for better play. But right now, yeah, they're just not getting enough off of their bench. If you're looking for a delicious treat and don't want the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. I know everybody is trying to eat healthier this year, but you don't want to compromise taste. So I've got just the thing for you. It's Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. They're delicious. You won't think they're good for you. And it's perfect for that New Year's resolution that you're still working on. What makes them so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how they do it, but Built does it. And they make these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. It's just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. You don't even have to wait anymore. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Head to your nearest Walmart today, go to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're closer to Sam's Club, you can run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Get yourself a great-tasting protein bar and experience the difference with Built Bar. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe. Also check out the Locked On College Basketball podcast. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players on Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Back into our conversation, taking a look at some of the other things that were said by this anonymous coach. Going forward in the in the quote here. They don't have much inside, so you have to rely on their firepower from three. Defensively, they're quick, but they're undisciplined. They're number one in the league in fouls. For a team that has to rely on their three-point percentage, man, they are not a great three-point team. They are at 31.7% for their three-point percentage. And it feels like it's worse, if I'm being honest. There's times where they're dialed in and they're a really, really great three-point shooting team. But more often than not, this this does not feel like a team that should be shooting threes as consistently as they are. And one of the things that they mention a little bit later is that their shot selection can be a little bit of a problem. And I have to agree with that. There are more instances than not where it feels like the Sun Devils are not shooting the ball as well as they could be. And it feels like they're rushing things. It feels like they're not taking an opportunity to set up enough plays. Naturally, when it is there, yeah, this is a team that feels like it can be a really good deep shooting team or just a good shooting team in general, but they just aren't. They're shooting 41.9% from the field, which is good. It's not great, but it's good. But the 31.7% is not great. You, you wish that could be a little bit higher. You wish that some of your guys were more dynamic from three. I mean, you've got some solid shooters from three. Desmond Cambridge, 34.9%. I will take that every day of the week. And yeah, happy with that. Outside of that, uh, DJ Horn, solid, 31.9%. Frankie Collins, a pretty good 33.8%. Devin Cambridge, solid, 32.8%. And then, like I mentioned earlier, Austin Nunez definitely carrying the team with his 38.5, and that just drops off a cliff 
not surprising when you're not getting much off of your bench, but overall your team just is not a very good deep shooting team. And when you have a coach that is saying that that's what the team relies on, well, maybe that's the reason why they're losing so many close games is because of their inability to consistently drain three points. And that goes down to the shot selection that they talked about as well, is this is a team that it feels like everything is rushed. It feels like it, it it almost feels like you're watching the 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 Phoenix Suns of the oh my god I, uh, Mike D'Antoni days with the with the seven seconds or less philosophy and it feels like the Sun Devils are just trying to rush things instead of setting up plays and allowing things to organically flow. One of the other things they mentioned is that this isn't a team that gets very physical inside of the paint. I have to agree, and for more reasons than one. It feels like this isn't the best rebounding team in the world. This doesn't feel like a team that is going up more than you wish they would. There's there's that shot selection that this guy talks about, right? Is I feel like there's more opportunities underneath the rim that Arizona State just simply is not taking. It goes down to being able to execute. There's so many things in this quote that just, Feels so accurate about the team. The shot selection is huge. I can't emphasize that enough because I feel like Arizona State should be a better team than what they are right now. I feel like Arizona State should be better than their 31.7% from deep. I feel like they could be better than their 41.9% from the field. Certainly, and this doesn't have to do with shot selection, and this isn't even something that was mentioned in the quote, but it's something that I'm going to point out. They could be a lot better than their 69.6% uh, free throw shooting. That Their shooting from the line has just been miserably bad. They only have two, excuse me, they have three players that are shooting 80% from the free throw line. Desmond Cambridge, who's a full-time starter with 82%. Austin Nunez, bench player, 81.8%. And Luther Muhammad, bench player, who does not get a lot of time, only 10 minutes on average, 84.6%. After that, everyone else is in the 60s. Everyone else is in the 60s. Or excuse me, sorry, DJ Horn is at 81.5%. I totally, totally missed that. So you've got two of your starters that, that are good free throw shooters, two bench guys who don't see the court a lot. After that, Frankie Collins is just 64.8%. Terrible. Warren Washington, 63.4%. Also not good. Devin Cambridge, 64.9%. Not good. Jemiah Neal, 66.7%. Even off the bench, that's not good. Lonzo Gaffney, who's just a complete liability when he's on the court, if we're being honest, is at, I totally just lost him, 64.7%. Duke Brennan, 68.8%. You're not getting anything from these guys. And when you're put on the line, those are free opportunities. I'm not saying you need to make a hundred percent. I'm not saying you need to make 90%. Heck, I'm not saying you need to make 80%, but you need to make better than 69%. You need to be in the mid seventies right now with the opportunities that Arizona state has had, and they're just not capitalizing on them. How are you supposed to be able to, to just win flat out win? There are so many games that have been close games this year for Arizona State, 
And if they had been better shooting on the line, they might have been able to turn those games around. I know that UCLA is one of the games that I look at where it was a close game up until the last five minutes, but they weren't shooting well from the free throw line. That's got to change against Washington. They lost by three points in overtime. If you're a better better team on the line, you don't even go to overtime. There's just been so many opportunities that the Sun Devils flat out have not been able to capitalize on. And unfortunately, it has cost them. It's not just from the line. It's from the field. It's from, it's from deep. It's in the paint. All in all, the Sun Devils shooting has been one of the things that has cost them the most right now for this team. It's one of the things that just needs to get better moving forward. All in all, it's it's frustrating. It's one of those things that Arizona State needs to improve on sooner rather than later. At this point, we are midway through the NBA season, and now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers will get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drain. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets and have a chance for a a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss out on your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you use FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. One final time, thank you guys for tuning in to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Make sure that you are checking out the Locked On College Basketball podcast as well. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the college basketball landscape. Locked on college basketball available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. Final little details to talk about here with this quote. Talking about their shot selection, talking about they can be volatile, they can be dangerous, but they can also beat themselves. Absolutely. That goes to the shot selection more than anything else. That goes to the free throw percentage. It's it's the way that Arizona State loses these games that is so frustrating because this doesn't this doesn't feel like a team that should be out on their you know what's as often as they are. This feels like a team that has had way more winnable games than they have losses right now. Arizona State is 18 and 8. It is improvement from a 14 and 16 season they had a year ago. It is one of the better seasons that they've had in the Bobby Hurley era. But it's hard to believe that this team couldn't be better than they actually are. Continuing on with their quote. If you take care of the ball, you can expose them defensively. Physical bigs will hurt Warren Washington in the postseason. They have a lot of length, but they're not a real physical team. Once you get into the paint, if you control tempo, if you control tempo, excuse me, they'll struggle. Warren Washington is such a fascinating player. He's so integral and so important to what the Sun Devils have done this year. And his physical presence has been huge. At the same time, it's a double-edged sword. It's It's been detrimental at times. Warren Washington has fouled out several times this year. And he has proven to be a liability at times. As great as he is, he's also one of those guys that can't consistently be relied upon as 
one of your more consistent players, as one of your more reliable players, as one of your more or one one of your better players. Warren Washington, I feel like, could be the second best player on this team. And there's times where he is, and there's times where he isn't. As a whole, being physical, definitely something the team struggles with. But that's what happens when you're playing four guards and one forward. It's not traditional. It's worked for the Sun Devils more often than not. But it's also something that has come to bite the Sun Devils in the butt at times. So, got to be better. All in all, my biggest takeaways from here... I feel like this is all pretty spot on, man. The shot selection is the thing that I think is the the most spot on comment here. It feels like Arizona State shoots itself in the foot with their shot selection. It feels like Arizona State is constantly playing from a standard where they should be controlling games. And instead, they're, they're just not. I feel like Arizona State should already be a 21 team. I feel like Arizona State should have been a lock for the bracket. Instead, they're battling for their lives with as tough a stretch to end the season as you could possibly imagine for the team. This is not going to be an easy stretch. These final five games, like I said, I think absolute best case scenario is three wins. I think two wins is probably the most realistic. We'll see what happens. It's... It's not been easy. There's been some highs this season, and there's been some lows. I just don't know how the team's going to finish out this year, though. But that is going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Sun Devils podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms. So wherever you're getting your podcasts, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications. Stay in touch with the podcast by following me on Twitter at richiebrad 36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. But until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.